Hi, welcome to the Grief Awakening Podcast. My name is Elise Duzo, and I'm a grief coach and Reiki practitioner here in Nashville, Tennessee. I help guide others who are grieving to reignite their relationships with their loved ones on the other side, helping them ease the ache of grief. This is a podcast where we can have open conversations about grief and loss, mediumship, science, and I'll even tell you my story as a young widow. If you like this episode, don't forget to hit that follow button. And if you'd like to reach out to me, feel free to give me a follow on Instagram and intuitively underscore Elise. Enjoy the show. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Grief Awakening. How are you all doing? How was your week? Um, Can I just say before we get into the episode, this is this is nothing to do with any anything except for that. I just recorded a whole episode and realized that my microphone uh, plug-in was not like connected all the way. And there was this horrible, like loud buzzing noise through the whole thing. So now I'm re-recording the entire episode. Yes. So (laughs) I'd like to say that I'm a podcasting pro by now, but nope, we still, we're still learning over here. And um, I'm just going to take it as a sign from the universe that the first version of this recording was just not meant to be heard by anyone's ears and we're we're going again round two here we are taking a deep breath it's all gonna be fine (laughs) technical errors like bug the crap out of me because I feel like I've gotten really really good at my process and what I want to do when I sit down to record and even my editing like I'm kind of I feel like I've really got a good like handle on all of this stuff. So like when one little thing happens like that, that's completely out of my control. I'm like, ugh. okay, universe, I hear you. We're going to slow down. We're going to do it again. We're going to make sure everything's connected properly. And here we go. (laughs) Which while we're on the topic of conversation, I had taken to Instagram stories last week and talked about um how in the last the past month like four to five people who I I know who are close friends or social media friends have asked me for tips or information on recording for a podcast like gear like what um, programs do I use what do I think is good what's not good and um I've been giving each of them my tips or maybe jumping on a call with them and so I took to my Instagram, took a poll, and I think we're going to create some kind of like little easy guide or like PDF that I can uh, have available for you guys to download if you're ever interested in starting a podcast. I think probably some of you listening, it has crossed your mind because, hello, podcasting is so fun. Podcasts are fun to listen to. Everyone and their mom is podcasting. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, but it is something really fun that's easy to get into for relatively little to zero cost. Like you can just literally record an episode from your phone voice memo app if you wanted to and get it out into the world if you feel like you have something to say. And if you're listening to this ep- this type of content, grief or spirituality content, and you feel like you have a story to tell in that space and you're thinking about starting a podcast, I hope you do. And also, maybe this guide will be helpful for you. So I'm working on it. It'll probably come out hopefully by the end of the month, hopefully sooner, depending on what I can do with my time off coming up here soon. But 
Yeah, I am excited about that. It's something completely different, something I never, ever thought I would be getting into. Um, But yeah, here we are, a year into podcasting, and hopefully I can help somebody out get started on their journey too. So um, this week on the on the grief, I'm like, what podcast is this? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I've got so much going on and I have two podcasts going, this one and the Connection podcast. If you haven't listened to the Connection podcast that I host with my bestie Meg Gill yet, um, you should head over to that space also and you can hear more content there. Um, I just get, I got so much going on. Sometimes I get confused on what I'm doing in the moment. But we're here. We're podcasting for Grief Awakening. Hello. I hope you've had a great week. Um, I feel like the start of November so far has felt like a deep exhale. Like, like I have exhaled and released all of the frustrations, for the most part, of all the things that went wrong in October, the stuff that made me super emotional. I've let it go. Like it's feeling really like, like this lighter, soft, slow energy. And it feels so good. And it feels like we're about to get into the holiday season. And I'm just excited to like have time off and be like slowing down and seeing family. I'm going out of town this coming week to see my, my parents and my sisters and my sweet little nephews. And I'm so, so excited because I haven't seen them in like eight months or something like that. So it's long overdue and um, I'm excited just for some time off. Um, And of course I won't ever be completely off because I'm a business owner. And when you're a business owner, you work 24, seven, seven days a week. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, No, I have good boundaries around it, but you know, when you're working for yourself, it's like you never have a day off. Um, okay. I want to get into this week's episode and it's going to be a little bit different, but it feels like something that I've been meaning to talk about. And I know that a lot of you maybe are feeling called to do this. So I wanted to talk about sharing grief on social media and what that feels like why you might want to get into it, why you're you're not getting into it, if you feel too scared to do that or you don't feel called to do it. Um, because I feel like that community of people, the grief, I'll just call it the grief community on Instagram and specifically, that's where I spend most time probably. Um, I feel like it's grown so big in this last year and in the last two years that I've been sharing. Um And so I kind of wanted to talk about my journey onto why I decided to start sharing on social media. And then even to where I'm now, I am now where I'm giving, let's say I'm giving, I'm guiding or giving advice through what I share on social media to people who are also moving through grief. Um, And when kind of when that transition happened and also why I sometimes still feel insecure about sharing my own story. So I want to give you, we're going to start with a little bit of background info here. So um, before Jared passed in June of 2020, I was not really like a social media person. Um, I definitely tried a little bit here and there. Like I, before he, he had passed, I was really, really big on cooking and sharing recipes. And I would post um, pictures of my food <laughs> 
on Instagram, um, smoothie bowls I was making. I had been um, vegan for like two years at that point, fun fact. Um, and so I was just excited about the things I was learning and making. I was I was planning to become a health coach. I've talked about that a little bit in my grief story in the first two episodes of this show, but um, that wasn't my focus. And so I would post, you know, once every three months. And then maybe I'd go on a spurt where like I posted, you know, several days a week. Like I was like in and out of it. It wasn't like something I was trying to make into a like work or a career or anything like that. It was just for fun. Like it was always just for fun. And I wasn't even using it to like connect with friends and family all that much. I guess I mostly use Facebook for that sort of thing. But um, after he passed in June of 2020, it was like a hard stop on all things. Social media, connecting with people. Like my, I made my circle really, really small. And what I mean by that is like, in the months after he passed, the only people I wanted to be around were people who had also experienced this loss. So I'm talking about close friends, his immediate family, um, you know, my parents. I wanted to be around people who understood what I was going through because they lost this person too. And even like going back to work was super hard. Um, but I wanted to keep my circle small that I, so that I could feel comfortable because I felt so uncomfortable in my life, in my body, like nothing felt right. And many of you might resonate with that when you first lose someone that's so important to you. Like it's like a massive shift in your world. And of course, as time goes on, everyone else's world continues to keep spinning while yours is still at a standstill. And even the the close friends, the extended family, those people, they went back to their everyday life. And so my my circle continued to get smaller and smaller and smaller because the people I want I needed around me were the people who who could talk about him and who wanted to engage in conversations about the the loss and how the gravity it had on our life. I couldn't like I couldn't be around anyone who was going to like ignore this and just act like, you know, and just sit and talk about the weather. Like I just couldn't get there. And um, so my, like I said, my circle kept getting smaller until it was really just like a very small handful of people who I felt comfortable enough to talk about my grief with. And even then they were going through their own deep grief. And so there was no like neutral party or like someone who, I could connect with, but also hold space for me, if that made sense. And I I did try therapy for a short period. I think I maybe went for like two months and um, that just wasn't for me. And maybe it was the, the specific person I sat with. It wasn't for me, but um, I just knew going into that space, I was like, this isn't it. This isn't it. Um, and... Um, it wasn't until like after I had my medium reading in the beginning of 2021 and had started like building that connection with Jared and growing that uh, that bond with him in the spiritual sense that I felt like suddenly I wanted to like shout it from the rooftops. 
I felt like I had stumbled across this secret that people had kept from me my entire life, that we could continue to connect with our loved ones even after they pass. Like they don't, their energy doesn't go away, you know? Um, It's almost like, it's almost like if you were to um be able to like pick up the phone or even text with your loved one and you can feel <laughs> their personality through the phone of like the things they say or like the emojis they send or maybe they're sending you memes and you're like, yep, that's that's him, that's her, that's that's Jared, that's my mom. Like it just makes sense, right? That that's them texting you. Like you just know, even if their name wasn't in your contact, like you would just know it's them. And I feel like connecting with them in spirit is a lot like that. And so like, I felt like I was getting that back. Like I was getting little pieces of him back all the time. And um, I wanted to shout it. I wanted to tell everybody. And I knew that not everyone was going to be open to it. And One thing we talk about a lot on this podcast is finding ways to feel connected to your loved ones. And one way I'm doing that now is with Memorial Jewelry. I'm so excited to have partnered with Still Remains Jewelry to create a beautiful piece of jewelry made with the ashes of my loved one, Jared. Raylan, the owner of Still Remains, never expected to start a jewelry business until her mom got a necklace with her grandmother's ashes in it and she saw the comfort it brought her when she wore it every day. Raylan knew she wanted to create special pieces like that to bring joy and comfort to others. I reached out to Still Remains in hopes to create a beautiful ring to emulate the look of my engagement ring. They were so incredibly kind and thoughtful in helping me choose the best design and options, and it was so easy to place an order on their website where you can choose options from stone size, materials such as gold, rose gold, and sterling silver to adding sparkle or dried flowers to the stone. They also make beautiful earrings, necklaces, and adorable stacking rings to go with. Still Remains makes it so easy by sending you a collection kit in the mail with detailed instructions and a prepaid return shipping label to send back your kit. I just did an unboxing video of my amazing ring on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It could not be any more perfect, and I'm so excited to carry a piece of my partner with me everywhere I go. Still Remains is so generously giving my podcast listeners 10% off your order of Ash Jewelry with the code ELISE10 at checkout. That's A-L-Y-S-E 10 at checkout. Be sure to follow their Instagram to see all the beautiful pieces Raylan has created at Still Remains Jewelry on Instagram and order at stillremainsjewelry.com and enter Elise 10 at checkout. That's when I decided I was like, I want to talk about this with someone. And I chose to share about it with the entire world on social media. And when I say the entire world, like I had the potential to get out to the entire world, right? I'm putting it out there for everyone to read. Um, and of course, at that time, I didn't you know, I didn't really have a following. I had maybe like two or 300 people, like just my close friends and family following my account and, um, you know, loving my food pics, whatever. Um, and it wasn't just, I want to talk about the spiritual stuff. I just needed to talk about loss in general and this gaping hole that his passing left in my life. Um, because it felt like it wasn't okay to talk about anymore with the people around me, aside from that small, small little handful of people closest to me who I was with every single day. 
it felt like it wasn't okay to talk about anymore because no one else was talking about him or talking about the passing or the loss or their grief. And it was like, everyone just went back to regular life. Like it never happened. And I couldn't do that. And so that's when I turned to social media. And I remember, I, I want to say like maybe in like September or fall ish of 2021 is the first time I started sharing again. And, um, it started with just like one little post of maybe it might've been like, I need to go back and look at it. I would love to actually read it and see what I had written. But, um, just sharing even like a photo of him and I and writing the caption about like, Hey, I'm still like, I know it's been a year and three months or four months, but I'm still like, this still feels like yesterday to me. And my sharing so honestly on a social platform like that, I was able to connect with people I never, ever would have spoken to or talked to. Even people I knew from like high school or like my hometown or um, even just a stranger who happened to find me from a hashtag, like those people were reaching out and telling me, I know exactly this feeling. Like when I, when I lost my dad, when I lost my uncle, when I lost my cousin, when I lost my sister, like people were telling me their their stories of grief just in the DMs or the comments. And I was like, wow, like, why aren't we talking about this? Why aren't we talking about this more? Like, this is not grief. I will say it over and over again. I've been saying it since the beginning of all of this. Grief is an individual experience that every single person on the planet will experience in their lifetime. Because that's the way, that's the way the cycle of life goes, right? The people older than us, our ancestors, they pass before us and we have to mourn those losses. And the people who are younger than us, the people that you bring into this world, your children will mourn your passing, right? And so we're all going to experience this in some capacity in our lifetimes. And so why is something that we're all experiencing not discussed or talked about or normalized. And um, I know that's a much bigger conversation than just sharing on social media. Um, But I feel like me making that decision to start sharing on social media and being a part of that, what I'm going to call the grief community, right, Um, was a step in that direction of, hey, let's, let's keep talking about this. Because I want to keep talking about him. I don't want him to be past tense. I don't want him to be just part of my past. I want to keep him in the conversation because I still think about him every moment of every day. And um, it just felt right. And so I started sharing not only just about like personal things I was going through and why it was so hard, but also, of course, very, very slowly and gradually started talking about this connection that I was building with him. And I was very careful to talk about this, I think. And because I didn't want it to fall on the wrong, wrong ears, right? Fall on deaf ears. Um, Because I knew that I, I kind of knew that I sounded a little crazy because the people in my everyday life who I was telling looked at me like I was crazy. And so I had a, there was a lot of fear there. And so 
If this is something you've been thinking about doing, maybe you've shared a post here and there, um, or maybe you've been sharing for years and years and years about your loss that happened 10 years ago, and you still have fear. It's because there are people in the world who will point and say, you're just doing this for attention, or you need pity, or move on already, right? All those types of comments. And that fear keeps you keeps us all from talking about it. It keeps us all from talking about our grief when it's the only things we can think about most times. If you lost someone so close to you who was part of your everyday life, I know it's all you're thinking about. And there should be space in everyday life to be able to talk about it if you need to. And I feel like that's what social media and sharing on Instagram specifically was for me. Um, and I understand the fears. I do because I not only felt it about like fear of judgment about uh, sharing too much or wanting to get sympathy, blah, blah, blah. Like it was the second layer for me was sharing about spirituality and connecting with him in spirit and like, ooh, that feels taboo, right? And, um, but I just knew, I just knew that this was something I needed to share and that this connection I was finding, I knew that other people could find it too. And that was my driving force was if other people are experiencing the same things in grief than I am, then maybe they're seeking connection too. And that's where, right, that's where like my whole business and this podcast is based on like, that's how everything was born. And um, of course, shortly after that, I got my Reiki certification and months after that started my business. And then here we are, you know, a whole year later after I started sharing on social media, beginning this podcast, which is mind-blowing to me. Like, my friends and I all the time talk about, especially my friend Kim and I, who she had done my medium reading for me, right? Um, we talk about all the time about how, like, I cannot believe it's been three and a half years and all that has happened in three and a half years. Like, I feel like grief makes time collapse in a way that all this time has passed, but you feel like it was just yesterday that it happened, that your loss, you lost your loved one. And um, it always feels like just yesterday. And then when someone finally says to you or asks you, how long has it been? And you have to say, oh, it's been 10 years. It's been five years. It's been, it's been 22 years. Like when you have to finally speak it, then it feels real. But other than that, like, I feel like grief has collapsed time. And I just can't even believe half the time, like where I am now in comparison to where I was three and a half years ago, or even three years ago. Um, and uh, it's been a crazy, crazy journey. But I wouldn't, I don't regret it for a second sharing this whole experience on social media. And I will continue to share, which brings me to another point is those people who, I'm putting myself in this category. The people who do share currently on social media and are maybe like five years out, 10 years out, and they're still talking about the loss of their partner, the loss of their mom, and how much, like, 
how much that is still like weighs on them and they still experience grief every single day and secondary losses. And, um, there is a fear with that also because people think because so much time has passed that you should be moved on, that you should be over this. Right. And so even me, I share a lot of, if you're following me in that space, you'll see that I share a lot of, um, tips or or um, quotes or reels or content that is made for you to get advice, guidance, um, motivation, whatever it may be. And I'm rarely sharing the personal, personal stuff. I'm rarely sharing, hey, I had a really hard day and here's a picture of Jared and I just miss him so much. Like that has lessened over time because even me, I have a fear of judgment of people thinking that I'm I'm in a really, it's almost like I don't want them to think I'm in a really bad place. Like I have bad days, but I have really, really amazing days and I have really great days and I'm so connected and like, like we're so like, everything feels so good most of the time because I have him close to me and, um, but I still have hard freaking days. Like I do. And it's hard for me to put that out there. Um, fear of like people thinking that I'm looking for sympathy or that I'm talking about him too much or, um, gosh, it's been three years already. Like get over it. You know, like those kind of comments. I'm like so afraid of that. And so what I would say to you is if this is something you're thinking about doing, it's almost like you have to guard your heart a little bit. Like share share as openly as you feel called to, but you have to be uh, aware a little bit that there are people who have opinions and there are keyboard warriors and you have to shut all that out and know that the things that you're sharing are going to connect with someone because there's always someone else going through or about to go through what you're experiencing. Because like I said, everyone in this on this planet is going to experience grief. And so while it may not ring true for that keyboard warrior right now, it might a year from now when they lose their grandfather, their grandmother, their best friend, God forbid, right? Um, so I try to keep that in mind and still just share what's on my heart, whether it's good or bad, or I'm having a great day or a bad day. Or I just want to, I just want to post a picture of Jared because I want everyone to not forget his face, right? Sometimes it's just as simple as that. And so I say all of this to let you know that like, you can do this in whatever way feels comfortable to you. Maybe um, you're not looking to become some kind of like, I don't even know, like, grief influencer or something? Is that even a thing? (laughs) But you can do this with the intention of just sharing with the people that are closest to you and letting them know that grief is still a topic of conversation in your mind, in your heart, and um, you want to continue talking about them. And maybe you might help somebody else along the way. So I know this was a little bit all over the place and kind of a lot, but I felt like it was on my heart to share this today. And I feel like 
as time goes on, I don't know that I will continue always talking about grief on social media. I have a feeling I will because I think it's just part of my purpose here to not only share about the grief, but to share about the connection, right? That's that's the thing for me is the connection with our loved ones in spirit and how that can help us in our grief journeys. And um, But I also know that people grow and people change and it may not always be at the forefront. I may feel passionate to talk about something else. But I know that I'm always, I'm always free and able to talk about that. Um, and the people who don't want to read it, guess what? They'll unfollow, or they'll leave, or, or they'll scroll past it. You know, um, the people who who need to hear it will will find you, um, and also know like if none of this resonates for you, like if you're like, no, I have no desire to air my dirty laundry out there for everyone in the world to read. (laughs) Um, I see you. I understand that you can keep it as close and home at home to your, in your heart as you want to. Um, and that might change also. So go with your, your intuition and your gut on that. Um, There's no rule that says you have to share any of this with anyone. This was just my journey and something I'm noticing more and more is that community and that space and the people talking about it is growing every single day, which I'm so, so excited and happy about because it needs to be talked about. It needs to be a topic of conversation. Okay. I'd love to hear from you. Is this something you have been thinking about? Does it feel uncomfortable for you? Um, Does this resonate? I would love to know where you're at in your journey. If you feel like you have something to share with the world, I highly encourage you to do it because your voice is important and your journey is important and it will help somebody else. And if sharing on Instagram or TikTok or socials doesn't feel good to you, but podcasting does, my email is always in the show notes. I would love to have you on a guest on as a guest if you have a journey, a grief experience that you would love to share and how you connect in with your loved ones in spirit. I would love to learn more about it. Um, send me an email at intuitivelylease at gmail.com. And if you want to scroll way back and, um, check out my (laughs) old Instagram posts, um, you can find me at intuitively underscore Elise on Instagram. Okay. I will see you all Next week, we are getting so close to the holiday season. Um, I'm pretty sure the rest of the month, there will be an episode every single week. We will be taking a break for um, the Christmas holiday, probably the last two weeks of the month, but I will let you know as that gets closer. Um, But until then, connect with me on social media. Let's talk in that space. Send me an email if you feel called to share your story and I will talk to you all soon. Bye. Okay, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Grief Awakening Podcast. If you liked this episode, be sure to leave it a rating and a review and don't forget to hit that plus sign button or the follow button so you don't miss another episode. As always, any resources mentioned during this episode will be listed in the show notes below. And if you'd like to reach out to me, feel free to do so via email or on Instagram at intuitively underscore Elise. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. 